We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 97.1 Amp Radio. Edgar and Chelsea hanging out with you. We got somebody very special also hanging out with us. Very special. The queen of the double single drop. She's the most streamed (laughs) female artist in the world right now. Just dropped Shameless. That gets you all up in your feels and liar that gets you all up in your dancing heels. Ooh. Proud Latina Cuba yeah. Mex, Camila Cabello. <laughs> what an intro. Thank you so much. Oh, We're welcome. so excited for you, Camila. Obviously, dropping these two tracks today. We've been rocking out to them all day long. Um, I want to know why did you decide to, to release these two singles at once and how do they each represent this next era of Camila? You know, I decided to do the two singles at once because. Like you were saying, I am definitely an advocate of the double single drop. You are. Um, And I just liked it because, you know, there's so many songs that I like, that I love from my album, that I feel connected to, obviously, because, you know, I wrote them, so they're all my stories. (laughs) But but I think that these two are this, it's like the same chapter of Mm -hmm. the story. It's It's the same situation and basically two different sides of it. You know, because I wrote both songs pretty much in the, the, the same day. Like, I did Liar, um, and then I did the chorus for Shameless, like, that that same night. Because it was just, it was about a person that I, I didn't want to have feelings for. And I just didn't want to face my feelings. I, did, huh. I didn't want to like him because I was scared. And, but like, Liar is almost like making fun of that, making fun of myself. Like you're calling yourself a liar? Oh, yeah, calling yourself out. It's like you see, you know, like an ex or whatever at a party. And you're like, I don't like him anymore. I don't like him anymore. And then it <laughs> says hi to you and you're like, shit, I like him. Uh, and, so um, relatable, Camila. I'm so <laughs> over it. him. I don't even check his stories anymore. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> yeah, so that's basically what both of the songs are about. And, and Liar's kind of making fun of that. And Shameless is more kind of like the more, uh, I guess, the emotional uh, depthful version of that. Uh-huh. Yeah, because we had a theory here in studio that the reason why you dropped two songs and correct us if we're wrong is one is like one that you're like super in love with, and the other one's like your label or management's choice. Honestly, no, I would never release a song for because of that. That's awesome. That's great. That I've you have done. that freedom. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. No, no, no. I just released. Basically, it's like I just want. There would be no point in me dropping two super, you know, emotionally yeah. intense songs because it's it's like it's like why would I have meat and more meat? You want yeah. meat and a side of potatoes, yeah. and you know what I mean. So like one song might be the meat, one song might be the potatoes, but you don't want a meal without either one. Yeah, or some arroz con pollo, you know. Are you going to be exactly. do- Are you going to be doing a music video for Liar, and is that coming really soon? I already did. Okay, that's what we wanted to hear. Can't wait to see the dancing yeah. in that because those trumpets oh and those Afro Cuban salsa beats are ridiculous. Thank you. Yeah, no, I'm. Ex- I'm actually. I'm. That was my favorite music video I've done. Oh for my sure. 
gosh, that's Fire. exciting. Can't yeah. wait for that. So um, what would you say this romance project means? We've seen you get really vulnerable, mm-hmm. open, and we appreciate that. You're, that's, I believe that's why your fans love you so much, because you are so real. Thank you. What does this romance project mean, and what is the message you want your fans to get from it? You know, I think to me, I think it's like really vulnerable, especially in 2019 to talk about being in love and like how scary and intense that is. Like, I don't feel like people talk about that nowadays. Mm -hmm. Like, it's almost like everybody's trying to be really cool and hardened. And I don't know. I don't feel like I hear that a lot, Mm -hmm. but I feel like I've always, I've always kind of been a hopeless romantic and, you know, I've, I feel love really intensely and I was in my first relationship when I first started writing this album and you know it's like the theme of my life the past couple years has definitely been love and like the complexity of that Mm. and the messiness of that and like all of that you know. Well, I love the imagery you use of the key to your heart. And, you know, because you have been through love and heartbreak and so much passion this year, what have you learned about yourself? Like, what is the key to your heart? You know, I have learned, and I think it's important, you constantly have to, like, I, I have learned, actually, ironically, that I think the most important relationship you have is the one you have with yourself. I know mm-hmm. that's a quote, but yeah. I think that when you're in love, all of these things, you know, these insecurities and fears and things in you are are brought up because mm-hmm. it's vulnerable right and i think that that it's you just no matter like i i really believe that being in love is the most incredible feeling in in the world because getting to be close to a person and having somebody see you for who you really are and love you is everything i mean it's intoxicating but it's also healing like right. in a deep level And I think that everything always in life like brings you back to the relationship you have with yourself, you know, and like, and I I think that's probably ironically the most important thing I've, I've, I've learned is that of course being in love is incredible, but I do think that it's important for my fans to also know that nobody, you know, I, I think it's you have your happiness is the choice and it's, it's up to you. It's not really, it's not nobody else is gonna right. is gonna give that, and that you loving yourself is only gonna make you love other people better. Because I think that when you are, I think everybody felt this way when you're struggling and your your cup is empty, you don't really have anything to give to us to somebody else. And so that's been something really big that I've that I've learned in love is that I, I do have to like choose. I have to like you know the cliche. It's like the cliche like you do have to learn how to love yourself. That's like right. the most important thing. Right. I, I, the thing, Camila, I love about you is just, I mean, that's such a good message. And I've known you since X Factor days interviewing you. And I'm, I'm so proud of how far you've come. And um, I love, I know Taylor Swift and Ed Sheeran have always been, uh, they were people you looked up to when you were first started writing music. And now yeah. they're friends of yours. I want to know if like, I know. do you send them your music? when like have, Has Taylor heard the Romance Project? Like, have, do you send them your she music? Actually, both her and Ed, we were in Nashville when I wrote this song, which is probably my favorite song I've ever written, ever. And um, it hasn't come out yet, but... I was going to say, which song? song. Which song? I know, I played them both the song, and they were like... Like, I remember Ed was like, this is like the best thing you've ever done. Wow. And Taylor was like, was like, oh my gosh, like, 
she loved it. And, you know, that really meant so much to me. Like, you know, because they're like my songwriting heroes, you know. So, Absolutely. yeah, they did hear that, that one song. That's, cool. That's going to feel amazing to hear that feedback. And you could tell the amount of work and feelings and love that you've put into this project. Um, you've been working on it for a long time. Did any of the songs recently get written? I would say like this summer per se. Like, have you still been working up till this point? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Liar and Shameless were two of the last four songs that I wrote for for this project. And that happened whenever, like a week before Senorita came out. Oh, my gosh. um, Was when I wrote these two songs. And then I wrote another song after that with uh, Phineas. I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's Billy's brother, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's an amazing artist. Yeah. Yeah, and like that was one one of my favorite songs on the album. Um... And yeah, so this these songs are pretty, pretty recent. And I think that that is very, you know, that influences my choice a lot. Like, I think when I'm emotionally connected to a song, like when I'm like, yeah, you know, then it makes me want to pick want to pick that song to release <laughs> it first. Awesome. I want to yeah. hear. It. I just made it. It's like fresh out the oven, right? Exactly. And you're like, oh, when when I'm emotionally connected to it, and I'm like, this is what's going on in my life right now. This is like the most recent story. I feel like that's usually the ones that I put out because I think that I think that fans like if I put out a song that had nothing to do with what I was going through right now, mm. I just don't feel like it would be that fun. Yeah. All right. Uh, two more questions for you, Camila. I appreciate you hanging out with us. I just want to know of the Taylor and Ed one that you said that they heard. Is that song going to be a single? And it, like, when is that one going to be released? Since you can't tell us kind of like a title yet. Um, I think it is going to be a single. Okay. It's like very heartfelt. It's very mm. heartfelt. Mm. So it's like very like my kind of song. It's like, you know, it's like a song that I feel like I'll I'll like be so proud of when I'm like 80 years old. You know yeah. what I mean? Like one of those. I You're going to be such that. a cute 80 year old, by oh. the way. You're still going to be dancing. You feel me? Yeah. Cute abuelita. <laughs> Real fast, I just want to uh, say congratulations on your VMA Senorita performance because we were all obsessed. And I want to know, <laughs> did when you looked back the next day or that night and you saw like Taylor Swift's reaction and BB Rex's reaction and Sophie Turner, like what did you think of that? Because we were all dying. Oh my God, it was so funny. My uh, my manager sent me this this video of their reactions. It was like done in like a super slow-mo way. with like super dramatic music. It was really funny. I, I was really excited that Sophie Turner was there because I'm like a huge Game of Thrones fan. So that was super cool. Thank you, Camila, for hanging out with us. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.